0: Research Pages, a podcast all about supporting academic research. I'm Niamh Page, a Librarian at the University of Cambridge.
1: And I'm Andrew Page, a Computer Scientist from the Quadrum Institute. We are both information professionals supporting research, but coming from very different angles.
0: We hope you enjoy listening. So this time, Andrew wanted to talk about reference managers, something that I know a fair bit about. One of the things that I've taught many, many students is how to manage their references. It makes your life so much easier if you use a piece of software to do it. But it was a bit of a revelation to you whenever it's different. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Because as computer scientists, you know, you don't write essays when you're doing your undergrad, really. And so you don't need reference managers, per se. It's only when you come and say to your final thesis that it's like, oh, my God. What are these references? Why do you have to cite and what do you do? And actually, I found a lot of people never actually encounter reference managers, even all the way to PhDs.
0: It's true. In my undergrad, I do remember being shown EndNote, which at the time was really clunky. But then I managed to avoid doing a dissertation during my degree. I chose to do performance options and music composition options. So I didn't need to do a lot of referencing either. It is easier to get away with it when you're doing short essays than it is when it comes to the more long form pieces of writing that people have to do from. Their final year onwards.
1: I was trying to end actually, and I used BibTech because my final year supervisor said, Oh, yeah, this is what we use. We use LaTeX for uh, writing papers, writing theses, and that's it. And so, yeah, I went into the world of BibTeX. I even wrote a little uh, BibTeX online website for managing references. Did you? <laughs> Just for our research group.
0: But I suppose I wonder if there was anything that would have managed BibTech in that way back then?
1: There wasn't really anything managed managed BibTech back then. I suppose that would have been early two thousands and a lot of these new reference managers we have didn't weren't really around then. So Neve, what is a reference manager?
0: Strangely enough It's something that manages references. It's a piece of software. Oh, great. Thanks. (laughs) It's a piece of software that will store all of the references that you've come across during your research. You can add notes to each reference so that it's easy to go back and say, this was the paper in which they said something interesting about the thing I wanted to say in chapter three. So you can add notes, you can add tags, you can share them with collaborators you can generate a bibliography using just one click instead of spending hours messing around with commas and full stops and trying to work out whether something needs to be italic or not.
1: Or even some journals will say, please use a shortened abbreviated journal title, let say use the full title or have stuff in a particular order or have like a PubMed ID.
0: Yeah, and one of the great things about most reference managers is that if you've written your paper and assumed that you were going to use one style, like the Harvard style, which is the one of the author date type reference, mm. ma- reference styles, and then maybe it gets rejected from that one and you decide to submit to a different journal, which uses a different referencing style. So that
1: happens all the time, yeah.
0: <laughs> With the reference manager I use, you just click on settings. You say, actually, I want this to be in, I don't know, Vancouver's style instead and it will automatically go through your entire document and replace the harvard style with the vancouver style of referencing instead of you having to go through each reference line by line
1: actually reference styles are something that really annoy me it's like the there's an xkcd comic about uh file formats and reference styles are exactly like that it's let's make another one to rule them all
0: Well, it's like standards in general, isn't it? Everybody wants to be the one that defines the right way to do something.
1: Yeah, too many standards out there. Hmm. Okay, so reference managers make that easy. And actually, what I really like about them is that I can have a library of all the papers I've ever come across and read or I'd like to read and I just pop them there and then click a button and then you have a big bibliography if you need it. I've used a few different reference managers. Uh, I start off with BibTech as I said, and I thought that was really nice. But BibTech is like this really obscure, verbose format. If you look at it, it kind of looks a bit like JSON. and
0: Which for people that are not programmers?
1: It's got curly brackets and it's basically key value pairs. And it's really nice to look at. BibTeX is really nice and it's very widely supported. Ultimately, it was designed for LaTeX, which is a, a way of generating papers. You kind of have to compile papers, so that's a people find that a bit difficult but the quality you get out is just insane like it it's looks really professional. absolutely brilliant mm. which is why people use it and also it's widely used in, in more the maths and computing and sciences because but not biology because it's uh got if you've got a lot of equations and mathematics it does it really nicely piptech is what i started off with but then i you know gone through then mendeley which is like an online um Elsevier one and you have a little plug-in on your computer but then I had to abandon that because suddenly the plugin for my Mac, my particular version, just stopped working. This company stopped supporting it. And I had, I, you know, I was, I was at a loss, actually. I was really annoyed because I really loved this. And then I had to move, I was forced to move to uh, another one. And I chose Zotero on your advice, which is really nice and does basically the same thing except better. And I've also now started using Paperpile for when I'm trying to write stuff uh, with people on Google Docs.
0: And so you've tried a number of different ones. It, for your way of working, which one did you find is the best?
1: I think it depends on what you're trying to do. None of them are perfect, but actually they all have really nice things. Say so take paper pile. If you're working on a collaborative paper on Google Docs, which is generally how I would write papers these days, or at least start off writing papers, it's really nice because it's all online. It's just a plug-in. And when you update a reference, then that means that your collaborators can update it and uh, fiddle around it and make it really pretty. But if I'm in a Word document, I generally use Zotero, which again is really nice. But then you get into complications when you have to share that with other people who aren't necessarily using Zotero or don't even know it exists. I've had papers where people have have reviewed it and sent it back to me, made changes, and they've gone in and manually edited all the references in the bibliography. And of course, that's a problem for me because I normally, I don't edit the bibliography. I just click refresh or generate Mm. and it just magically makes it. If someone's gone in and manually edited it, all that work is just going to disappear automatically. You know, they actually have to fix the underlying database. Mm. So it's a problem. And usually with a paper you may have to do the references multiple times you know if you do it in, in paper pile you generate them there then you might have to manually go back and do them again in zotero and then when you have the paper accepted and it's being copy edited they may actually go and edit them manually as well or ask you to make manual changes and all of these things are a real pain in the arse but you get there in the end and it's better than doing everything manually
0: that's my thing about reference managers If people think they're going to magically do all of the work for you, that's not quite correct. But they will do a very significant chunk of the work. Absolutely. I would estimate probably 70 or 80% of the work is done where you would have spent hours and hours working with references. Anything that reduces that time is a good thing. You still need to allow time, though. I think the other advantage from the field that I'm in is that normally papers that I've written... I mean, I don't publish in journals, but anything I have written that's used references has been a single author piece of work. So it hasn't really been an issue. Well, it's an
1: issue in, uh, say, biology where you Mm. have 30, 40, 50 authors, you know, kind of normal or even more. Mm. Because often every person who submits a sample, you know, to a study will be an author on a paper. But the great thing about reference managers is that someone can do a record once, maybe, and it's in PubMed, and you can just click a button to download that reference to your reference manager or through any other of these online databases, or even with plugins for Chrome and uh, Firefox. We just click a button and it imports it. It's actually, it's phenomenal, you know?
0: And the other thing is, if somebody knows they're going to be collaborating for a particular paper, you can agree in advance. Let's use Zotero, for example, for it. Because it has group functionality. So you can set it up so that the, a certain group of people will have access and then they will all have the ability to make the changes they need to in the article with no problem at all. The problem arises if you have people that don't use any reference manager or are very, very attached to the one they use. And it doesn't always work that way.
1: No, and like I've only used a group of functionality once out of everything I've ever written. Mm. Usually people just, whoever is leading the paper writes it and then sends that around to people. And it's the person who's driving the research or driving the paper will actually add in the references manually mm. or through whatever reference band you're using and then everyone else just leaves it alone but what annoys me sometimes is where say someone will say oh we use endnote and that's it
0: well especially when endnote is one of the proprietary ones that you have to pay for the proper function i mean it does have a web-based version that's free but actual endnote is something that you have to pay for
1: oh is it i didn't know that
0: Hmm. so you're immediately excluding Potential collaborators by choosing something like that, which is why when we're recommending reference managers, even though Cambridge does have a subscription to EndNote, we tend to advocate using the free ones like Zotero and Mendeley. Both because if people are working with other people, EndNote's not going to be very helpful unless they're all using that as well. Mm. And also because if they want to be able to continue using the reference manager after they leave Cambridge, they may not have access to the paid version then so much better to be used to using one of the free ones in the first place.
1: There's a few catches though nothing is really free mm. so you've told me before about Mendeley and yeah. some privacy issues?
0: Yeah so Mendeley I used to like Mendeley. I used to use it quite a bit actually and I stopped mainly because it didn't really work with my workflow. I tended to I found myself doing a lot of work where I would gather my references from the web. Mendeley tends to work better if you're trying to grab the reference information from a folder of PDFs. So if you're somebody that likes to save all the the PDFs you want first and then run something on that folder to grab the metadata, that's fine. If you're somebody like me that wants to be able to do it from a bibliographic database, I want to be able to do a search and then from that search save the ones that I'm going to want to come back to. I don't necessarily download all the papers right then. I go back for them later. Mendeley doesn't work that well in that way. It was great. And then a few years ago, it sold out to Elsevier. And at that point in time, I started noting, noticing a lot of changes in, in their ethos. Suddenly, instead of being mainly a reference manager... It was more about the social side, and I even asked. We don't need
1: another social network.
0: Well, that's exactly what Elsevier thinks Mendeley is. They think it's a social network. So I was actually at a panel where they were talking about assuming that everybody would want all their reference lists to be public or shared with everybody else on the platform.
1: But that could give away the research I'm giving, I'm currently doing, or it'll lead me to be scooped or something.
0: Well, exactly. And there's no, I mean, it's, it's the default is the privacy settings are open to share everything with everyone. So you have to manually go in and change those settings if you don't want the whole world to be able to see what you're working on. That's crazy. Yeah, and I asked them about this at a conference when they were they had a panel session, and I asked somebody from Elsevier why that was, and their answer was, "Well, why would they be using Mendeley if they didn't want to share?" And all the librarians in the room kind of looked at each other and went, because it's a reference manager?
1: We just want the references in our papers. We don't care about uh, sharing them on a social network.
0: Exactly. So they fundamentally didn't get what it was about, is my view.
1: I guess then, in that case, you know, They have to make money out of it some way. And data is how they make money. Data about you is how they make money. What I've noticed is that there's quite a lot of different file formats for uh, downloading references from all these different databases, you know, like Web Science or PubMed or whatever. And that's just soul destroying. There's so many out there, you know, they're in YAML and JSON and XML and magic formats like RIS. And there's just so many. It's just mind boggling. And often... You come across the one format you download is the one that will not be accepted by a reference manager now a lot of reference managers do allow you to import a lot of different things that's not good at all if only everyone would just uh, standardize in one i think it would make life easier
0: see also the earlier reference to how everybody believes their standard is the standard that ought to be adopted by everyone else
1: yeah so i think go back to bib BibTech, <laughs> because you know that's been around longer and it just works
0: But BibTeX is much more manual. The number of times I've been teaching reference managers and somebody says, does this work with LaTeX? And I'm thinking, if you're using LaTeX, so you're actually typing in manually, this bit's going to be in italics, this bit's going to be in bold and so on. So you're tagging everything to get it to format the paper the way you want it to look. And, and I'm demonstrating the magic of Zotero where you click one button and the reference magically appears without effort. If you're working in LaTeX, it, by definition, it's a much more manual way of working. Yes, you can use Zotero to manage your references and then insert things using BibTeX. It well, the way
1: I would do done it with LaTeX would be, I'd have one Bib file with all of my references in my entire library and I'd just import the tags that I needed for that point. Hmm. But that file wouldn't have been in a a reference manager at all. But what I have noticed is that you can uh, export those from Zotero. So it's all good. Actually, Mm -hmm. one really cool thing about Zotero is you can copy and paste in just like BibTech, like from the Bib Bib reference, and then it'll magically import it. It's cool. Or uh, something really interesting is um, Google Scholar, which is my favorite way of finding papers. Oh, God. You can just... (laughs)
0: Sorry,
1: carry on. Google Scholar is great because you can just click a lot of papers and then click, you know, give me the bibliography or give me the references and then magically you get them all Mm-hmm. and then you can import those into Zotero, like without any hassle whatsoever.
0: It's one of the things I really like about those reference managers that allow you to grab the reference from the web. What's really frustrating is when you come across, for example, a library catalogue that doesn't enable you to do it that way. It expects you to save each reference for each item individually. So when I come across that, I actually just go to a, a different type of catalogue like Copac, for example, it's it's just an online book catalogue. And i search for the same book there because I know that that one is, up, is using a format that is able to be read just from the browser plugin. So that's than... probably
1: a case of where you have people designing systems who don't actually use them and they don't know really what their customers need.
0: I think so. Yeah. Very frustrating.
1: Something that really annoys me actually is uh, when well, you've malformed data. I often have multiple references, multiple copies of the same reference in slightly different variations. Mm. Maybe the journal name is abbreviated in one and it's on the other, or maybe the title is abbreviated or maybe the author list is abbreviated. And so you get all of these, you know, malformed records and then having to merge them is just a pain. Mm.
0: So what I usually recommend is that when people are reading through the paper, deciding whether or not to cite it, while they're doing that, I suggest just double checking that the record in their reference manager is in an accurate format, that everything's right, so that then when you come to generating your actual bibliography and references in the paper, you don't then have to go back rummaging looking for it where it was. So there you have it, reference managers. They'll cut down your time, but they are technology and they also, you know, rubbish in, rubbish out. You will have to do a bit of editing of the data, probably. My view is, even if it's just reducing the amount of work you've got to do, that's already an improvement.
1: Absolutely. It'll save you so much time. And if you're not using Reference Manager and you are doing papers and having to reference, then please, please find one and use one. I, re- I use zotero or Paper Pile, but there is Mendeley and loads of others. Just use one. Thank you for listening to Research Pages. Please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify or whatever platform you use.
0: The views expressed in this podcast are our own opinions and do not represent the views of the University of Cambridge or the Quadram Institute.